Welcome back to another episode of That Was Crazy. I'm your host, Jad Yakin, joined here with another amazing guest. He's a cook in Houston, Texas, and he's one of my lifelong friends. His name is Sven Baldwin. Sven, thanks so much for being on the show. How are you feeling today, man? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, man. So I, I kind of know a little bit about um, where you came up in, in the cooking and the restaurant business, um, but I just wanted to get a little rundown for everyone about how you got into cooking and where that passion comes from. Um, I started cooking, honestly, before I could remember. There was, I mean, I've had, I have stories in the family of like me sitting on the counter and like mixing ingredients together and calling it my sauce and like hiding it from people and like it's my recipe it's my secret uh, I I don't even remember that so I've been cooking since family influence since I was very very young my mom went to culinary school when I was um when I was just had been born and just to learn how to cook for the family and so that kind of like I mean big gatherings and like meals and stuff were always a big big deal in our family so um I kind of like fell in love with that and it was always like an idea and I always like wanted to do it. And um, as soon as I was able to get a job, I like landed a job in a kitchen. And um, when I was in high school, I started playing rugby and I was like really, really engulfed in that. And like, I started, you know, creating a team and I kind of wanted to pursue that in a way, but it ended up like my senior year of high school. I like, completely ripped my ankle apart and like got a really bad injury and like it was it was pretty gruesome and like turned out to be where I couldn't play anymore and that kind of like lined up where I was like all right well then what am I going to do you know if I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna pursue this then like what's next you know so um ended up getting like just an opportunity to be able to tour a school a culinary school in Austin and it kind of just like fell it's like the, the universe kind of just put it in front of me and it was just like you've been cooking since you could and professionally like in a kitchen I was cooking when I was 16 at Torch's Tacos and that was like I moved up in a kitchen there I worked there for a year and then we worked together you know yeah, we did. um and so it just kind of like from there I was always been working professionally and um when I had broke my ankle, it was kind of like, all right, you got to figure out what you want to do. So it was kind of just went to culinary school and it kind of just has engulfed my whole life. So. Right. And uh, some of the things I learned from working with you at black and white, how you mentioned we were working together. Um, I really got my hands dirty there and I, cause I had no idea what the restaurant business was like. So coming into that, just, I kind of got blindsided about the behind the scenes and kind yeah. of, ridiculous hours and effort and uh, all the things you have to put in to be yeah. successful in that industry so I just know that one of the biggest tasks for me were just the ridiculous hours and having to show up every day with yeah. not a lot of time in between to rest so how, how do you think you manage that pretty well in black and white so black and white yeah so black and white was and it's funny that you know we talk about this because we work together at black and white um and I worked there for like, I think it was a total of like 11 months or something. It wasn't a whole year. It was, it was a short period of time. Um, but being there, like I was, that was before I went to culinary school. So I hadn't had any teaching and like, you know, professionally or like that. I had just worked at a previous kitchen before. So it was good. It was good to like, or it was different walking in and not knowing as much, but at the same time, we saw a lot of crazy stuff there, you know, like, 
there was a lot of, you know, you meet a lot of different, very unique people in the restaurant industry as well. Like you'd say, you have to deal with hours. Not a lot of people can do that. You know, not a lot of people will endure that just for the pay or just for the experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you kind of meet some people that are a little interesting. Like <laughs> we had a, we had a sommelier and a sommelier is somebody who is a wine expert, but to be certified as a sommelier, you have to do a lot of work. And this person wasn't specifically certified, but um, she knew more than all the other servers. So she was given that title. She was a very good server, but man, she really had an attitude. And I know you remember her, right? But yeah. it was it was quite difficult to deal with her in some situations. And like that is a learning step of like, man, I've been here for six hours and you got here like two hours ago and you're barking at me for something that I, I have like 10 other things to do and you're, and it's, it gets kind of frustrating, but you learn to deal with that. And this person ended up, you know, after work, you and I, I remember this specifically, we had walked out the back door and she was standing there smoking a cigarette and we had like kind of crossed paths. And it was like She had started talking to us about her past and it was just so interesting. She was a rally racer in like Romania or something. And then she like ended up moving with her whole family over. And it was just very interesting to connect like finally with this person. And you understand that it's just a very high stress like environment. Like a kitchen is a very, a lot of stuff is going on at once. And that's kind of stuff that you realize over time where there's a lot of stuff going on and it's stressful, but people are people, you know, they're humans, you know, and people make mistakes and you, you meet a lot of people who are, you wonder why they do things, you know, you meet people who get fired for drinking alcohol out of used glasses. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's like, it's why I would, yeah, you would think, why would anybody do that? But you know, you know, everybody's, you meet a lot of unique people in the kitchen for sure. And it's very high stress. So I've learned to deal with it because I, you know, that's something that you don't find is that grit. And that's, I realized that like, very early when I started working at Torchies, like if I want this, I've got years and years of working to do before I get what I want. And so I, you just kind of have to like put your head down and go. And that's something that you have to embrace early. And the, the crazy connection between different people in the industry can like when they, when they cross lines with each other, sometimes it can be a really good thing. And sometimes it can be a really bad thing because the story you bring up about someone who's finishing half empty drinks at the end of tables, it was kind of butting heads with our sommelier who kind of really didn't see eye to eye. And I think that kind of led to his actions that day. And it was you're you're correct. You're hundred percent correct. And then like people's actions influence them to do things that, you know, they don't really mean to do. So I I definitely don't like look back. I don't, I don't look down on that guy, but at the same time, it's like, everything kind of happens for a reason in my opinion so yeah you just gotta kind of find a way to stick it through and maybe it was just him not seeing eye to eye or maybe like the ridiculous hours were getting to him because like, I don't think you can be taught that I think that's something that you just kind of have to get experience in the field so is that something you like picked up easily or was that something you were taught from someone the hours is really hard because like that's something that like culinary school does not teach you that's something that they like if you want to be a chef and stuff a lot of people think oh like once i graduate culinary school i can run a kitchen and that's like 100 percent incorrect 100, like in 100 percent, you have to put in so many 
days and so many months to work on your craft. And that involves you putting in days and days of like, I am just focusing today on work. And that means you work for 12 hours straight on your feet and you work for 13, 14 hours straight on your feet, working and moving. And the next day you might have to do it again, you know? And I, I specifically remember that when I was going to culinary school, I went to culinary school in Austin and, um, I specifically remember one day and I was working at, at the UT golf club and we did a lot of banquets and events and we had this specific banquet that was like our biggest of the year. And, um, I feel like it was like not set up as, as well as it could be because I had seen it done better previously and afterwards as well. Like it was just a specific time that I, I just feel like we weren't prepared and there was not enough ordering done and we didn't have enough staff to be able to prep for the event. And we literally had probably four cooks. I had, I had gone to school at 6 a.m. and I went until 11 and then I drove to work after that and I started at two. So it was like an hour drive. I got to sit in the parking lot for an hour and then I went inside and then I worked from two and then I would normally get off at 11 p.m. But instead, because we had so much prep, I ended up working until 6 a.m. the next morning and then driving straight to school and doing it again. And that's something that, like, you know, I bet anybody else, you know, in that situation, most people would then call school or, like, call in sick. You know what I mean? Be like, I'm not, I have to sleep. Like, you know what I mean? And that's something that you, if you really want this, you can sleep when you're dead. You know what I mean? That's something that you got to think about, but like, yeah. I don't know. Um, and that's, that's, that's something that school never teaches you. Like culinary school never teaches you how a real restaurant runs and like how the, the management will rely on you to do stuff. And like, I was given a position to be a somewhat management. I was like leading up to get that management position. And like when I was leading up to get that position, I like was given roles to deal out prep and like manage you know people's tasks and stuff like that and like when there was a a scenario that there was a cook that had worked there uh and this is me in culinary school working and i was 19 years old and i'm like still learning a lot in the kitchen and like how i do stuff and they they trusted me a lot enough to be able to say like if you continue to practice you deserve that position and so they're giving me these opportunities to fill these roles, and do this job. And um, there was just this guy who was kind of not, he was very green. Okay. He was very green as a cook. He, he wasn't well experienced and he kind of was a little hot headed in my opinion. And I, I'm very particular about the way I do things in the kitchen and the way I like, like to see things done. And that's completely different than standards, right? Like me being particular is different than like standards that need to be kept every single day. And so one day I had walked into his station and he had a completely different station that was isolated from the rest of the kitchen. It was a salad station. And it was literally a room that you walked into. And I looked at his cooler and there was a lot of cross-contamination and a lot of like things mixed up and just like you would see things that like you that's wrong that's like that's unacceptable you know what i mean like and me being somebody who's trying to get that 
position, right? I'm trying to like think in my head before I speak. And this is that learning experience that I had, you know, and I felt like I took it. it I was like 90% good. And in the last 10%, I, you know, I blew it, but it was, it's, it was good at first. And then it got bad. And that's where I, that's where that I took that learning curve, but I ended up confronting him and saying, Hey, if I was chef and I walked into this room and I saw the way you're handling things, I'm pretty sure this would be a little bit of a different situation. So I would, I would consider you thinking about, I would, I would advise you to think about trying to clean some of these things up because it looks like really bad. It looks bad. You know what I mean? Like I would never let anybody run a station like that. If I was a chef, I would immediately cut that out and like have a real breakdown of like, how, why are you doing the things? Like, why is this like this? We're not busy right now. Like, and that's something that you have to consider. You can't blow up because you also have to be constructive and motivational so that they want to do it, but also drill it in their head so that they know that that was wrong. And that's, a, that's something that you, you learn over time. But I remember confronting him and as I was walking away, he had said something under his breath and I should have kept walking, but uh, I, <laughs> I uh, turned around and I was like, what did you say? And he got like right up in my face and it got heated really fast. And there was like complaints from the dining room saying, and like, we hear yelling, like what's going on? Like, and we got pulled outside and my show was like, look, I could, I could fire both of you guys right now. Like if y'all aren't going to tell me what's going on, I could fire both of y'all. And he was just so angry, like so pissed. And I was like, man, I, I needed to learn that when to stop, you know, when to let it go. And that's what, that was a huge experience for me. And I'm glad I was in that. I wasn't glad at the time, but I have learned a lot throughout the years. And that was a valuable experience for sure. That was crazy. Definitely dude. Um, it, it is ridiculous. Some of the things like you have to go undergo and all the situations you get put in from time to time. But I, I think it's really good that you find ways to draw wisdom from everything you do. Um, because there, there are lessons that are only taught through experience and working in the field and um, being able to draw those positives and uh, lessons away from those uh, situations is something not a lot of people look at um, prioritize. Yeah. So um, is there anything for people who are just now getting into the restaurant industry, the restaurant business, any people who are in love with food? Is there anything that you would want to tell them on their first journey when it's getting into whether it's just the arts and culinary or getting into cooking in a business is there anything any kind of guidance or tips something you live by maybe some i don't like i, I try not to live by anything because i always want to be changing i always want to be learning right but if you're like really starting off new and you're like really in this the one thing that i can say is that when i took that tour of that school okay in austin I, I walked into that building on crutches with, cause I broke my ankle right. from rugby right? on crutches with a boot on. And I walked into the pastry building. Okay. With, and there was a class going on and the teacher looked at me, stopped the class and like walked up to me and grabbed my arm and got this close to my face. Like literally I've never met her before. And she goes like in my face, she just goes, is it in your blood? 
And I, and I was like, um, I, I, um, I, I, I was speechless. I was like, what's going on right now? And um, I just thought to myself, like, she wasn't asking me, like, is it in your bloodline? She was saying, do you eat, sleep, drink, breathe, everything, food? And if you do, if, if it's flowing through your blood and you love it, then this is what you need to do. But, and this is what you can do. But if you're not on that level, it's not for you. Just enjoy food for what it is. And it's just a very brutal industry. And like, there's a lot of stress involved. And that's my, that's what I have to say. So. That's amazing, man. Those are some special words to live by. And I think that that is really awesome that you had that experience because you probably look back at that all the time. You're like, you really put me through the, the, the task at hand right there. You know, um, just stay positive, though. Like, you know, just stay, that's what I'm trying to do the best right now is just trying to stay positive and be happy, you know. So, if this is what you want, do it. But if not, you know, find where it is. Well, Sven, thank you so much for your time, my man. I really appreciate you. If you want to see more Sven, check him out at Georgia James Steakhouse out in Houston, Texas. He is one great cook. He's got special stuff cooking up all the time. I can tell you firsthand. It's a masterpiece every time if it's done by <laughs> So thank you so much for being on the show, my man. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, dude. I, I really had a good time. All right.